0: This is episode 145 of Two Views Movies on Wonder Woman 1984. Want to ring the bell?
1: All right. Ding, ding.
0: What is up? Welcome officially, official, back to Two Views Movies, our first one of 2021 and our first kind of real, real movie review of, uh, since our hiatus. So feels good to be back. I'm Garrett. I'm Carson. We have a movie to talk about. I know, right? New movies. I mean, we, we talked a little what? bit about it last time, but HBO Max, I mean, in in your home movie that should be on the big screen that we watched on the TV. How was, uh? you know, I'm just going to shortcut things a little bit. What did you think of watching a, you know, quote-unquote big screen movie premiere on on your TV? Well, oh, I say uh, your
1: TV. so I have a, a projector uh, downstairs, and so we project uh, as big a screen as we can get. Um, had the the family over to watch Wonder Woman. We had popcorn, so we tried to make it as a
0: movie-going wow. experience as, as possible. So yeah. that, that's how we viewed Wonder Woman. I mean, I, I respect the hell out of that. I mean, we watched it as a family downstairs. I mean, I have a mediocre, you know, eighty five inch TV. It's not projection or anything, but you know, we just it's just just, up all just it. a small <laughs> just a small eighty plus inch TV. Yeah, yes. But you know, I, I didn't have the popcorn or there any slushies or anything like that. We just kind of you know sat around on the couch and and watched it. But you know, I, I got to say, um, I. I miss the movie theater a lot, but it's not a bad experience doing that, it, especially when, you know, it's just a you know, flip on the HBO max. There it is. Sometimes that's just a nice relief.
1: Well, it definitely new. I don't, I don't know that, uh, I'd want to do it with all the movies. Um, yeah, i I definitely felt like it was missing, missing something.
0: Um, yeah.
1: but, uh, but this one, it, it, it worked. And on Christmas,
0: you know. So, yeah. yeah. I also think there's a little bit of hindsight about it working. H- right? Hindsight like, it worked. Yes. There's one thing to like, you know, you don't want to watch Endgame for the first time. You, you just kind of know what that one's going to be. Um, You know, other ones that you might not know about, maybe when you get to the end of it, you're like, okay, you know, I'm kind of glad I stayed home for that one. Right. Right, but it's
1: hard to know, and and That's... how much did it affect my experience in my in my rating and whatnot? I'll
0: never know. There's no way to determine that. But sure, it, I, uh, I think you can kind of ad hoc look at it though. And I I think what I would say personally is that looking back on this, I don't think I would have been swayed by a theater experience with this. That's just oh, no, An early an early you know dip my toe into the pool of talking about this movie. I, I the theater would not have changed this movie for me.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree with that. I but I, okay.
0: I do think the theater can only amplify. I don't think it would ever detract. Man, see, I don't know about that. I I think sound and visuals, yes, but there is going to be part of me that like if I hopped in my car and I paid, you know, 45 bucks or whatever, it's probably 60 bucks for my family to go see a movie and then I, I don't like it. Um so I'm kind of giving I'm showing my cars a little bit, I'm pulling a Maverick, I'm going to throw them out here on the table. Um, you know, there's a part of me that's going to be more annoyed at my experience because, you know, I I made it an event, right? I I got in my car. I drove to the movie theater, maybe bought some concessions, spent two hours plus there. And then if it's bad, I'm going to walk out and be like, ah, man, you know, I should have just waited for this to come out on streaming.
1: Well, okay. I mean, there's a little bit of opportunity cost there. I think the only way that it it could be ruined is if somebody else in the theater is ruining it for you. You know, like uh, there's yeah. annoying annoying people are talking or sure, you know, the phones yeah. on that that distract you from it. But as far as the experience go, and I think in these COVID times, there's not going to have a lot of company. I feel like right. you uh, you would only increase your experience. That's my
0: okay. That's my take. I, I mean, I see where you're going with that. I think we're making two different. I'm I, you're talking about the actual experience. I'm talking about. The experience as it relates to the quality of the movie and whether that can be reduced. So I, I think I agree with what you're saying. I mind just like a layer on top of that. So, um, but yeah, but this, so this we're gonna just gotta throw this out there. So we're talking One Woman, 1984,
1: right? Yep, I don't know if we've yes. said that. Have we said that? There we are.
0: Uh, you know, we, we we lead each episode before the music kicks on with the whole you know episode whatever. So and I mean, it's they titled that. So if Wonder you clicked on yeah, it, yeah. you should know what you're listening to anyway. Right. So, <laughs> so
1: so this year we're gonna try to do the first half uh spoiler free and then we'll get into uh we'll have a uh little intermission and then go to our our spoiler filled part now right. this is our first attempt at this some people consider spoilers differently than others but uh i would suggest hope you've seen the movie so far because this is we're, we're new at, uh hopefully don't ruin something
0: yeah i think i think the first part is going to be more about you know at a high level what did we think of the movie um you know what were our problems with the movie but not any specifics right like we will we will do our best like you just said to keep it very very high level give a rating about what we thought at the end and then we'll really dive into the nitpicky stuff afterwards so definitely if you haven't watched it yet stick with us we'll give a we'll give you a clear warning when we are shifting gears and you can just you know tune out and come back and maybe revisit it after you've seen it if you want to know you know specifics about what we liked and didn't like.
1: Now, I will say there are people that think even our ratings are spoilerish. For sure. So yeah. So there, there's a wide range of what people think are are spoilers, and so yes. we will use our best judgment and also accept feedback, <laughs> uh, podcast <laughs> after podcast. But we will do our do our best. But we will say we will give our ratings at the end of the uh, spoiler free
0: uh, yes. piece,
1: and then uh, then move on from yep. there.
0: And if you're not sure when that's gonna happen, just check the show notes in the episode because what we'll do is we'll give you the timestamps for when we start and when we stop the spoiler section. So you'll you should know if you wanna, you know, know when it's coming so we just don't blindside you, which again we're gonna give you plenty of warning, but the show notes will have it. I'd like so. to think that we're gonna give some warning. <laughs> yeah, we we will have a warning. But you know, sometimes, sometimes people listen on, you know, two times speed, three times speed, whatever it is, and you know that's on them. Just if they blow by our <laughs> warning, <laughs> agreed, agreed. That, that's that's their fault. <laughs> yeah, agreed. All right. So having said that, you know I'm not even going to really read the blurb about Wonder Woman 1984 because what Letterboxd has just doesn't even do it justice. So the only thing I'm going to say here is that it's directed by Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman, um, the movie monster with Charlize Theron uh, several years ago, and she's been slated for the upcoming Rogue Squadron movie, uh, Star Wars, that's going to be coming up. And then obviously everybody should know Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. They brought back Chris Pine. That's not a spoiler. There's He's listed. He's in the trailers. So not not worried there. Uh Kristen Wig and Pedro Pascal. So all right. Spoiler okay. free. Filters on. You you just touched Let's on go. something. Okay. Is in the trailer. So are trailers considered safe zones for us to speak about? Yes. I, I think that uh you know, trailers are trailers. There's commercials, there's posters. Uh, you know, if if they're giving it away for free. In a trailer. I mean, honestly, if you're trying to go in, if you are that worried that you s- seriously seclude yourself from trailers and commercials and, you know, uh, you know, put your fingers in your ear, Then you why are nah, you nah, listening nah, 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 to us? Nah. Yeah. Then, yeah, you shouldn't be listening to so, us. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. fair enough.
1: There's Just, that just trying to, again, ground rules. This is the first one.
0: Okay, so I actually thought where you were going to go with that when you stopped me right after the cast was start chit-chatting a little bit about Chris Pine.
1: Yes. they They decided to... In my opinion, and I think you you share the same thing, they developed this entire plot in a way to make sure he's in the sequel.
0: 100%.
1: Because if you haven't Undeniable. seen Wonder Woman, the first one, you should stop now. But yeah. he dies in the first one. This is the yep. sequel. You know? And so, how do you bring him back? Well, we're going to invent this, this new plot just to bring him back.
0: Yes. I, I couldn't a, agree... More with you that that is the, maybe not the only reason, but it was certainly the majority, vast majority reason why they went with their plot decision was to get Chris Pine back. And it definitely felt that way. It, yeah, it it did. Honestly, it was the problem. I, I get it. I get it. Right. One of the things that worked so well about the first Wonder Woman was. Uh, Diana and uh, Steve Trevor. It really, really worked. And so you knew at the end, everybody was going to be so bummed by the fact that Chris Pine can't come back. Or, you know, the $64,000 question was. Yeah, yeah. Or or the question was, oh my God, well, how are they going to bring him back? And I think they just so desperately wanted that combo again that they went into the writer's room thinking, all right, well, first things first, we got to get Chris back. So how are we going to do this? And then, of course, when they announced that it was Wonder Woman 1984, which is, you know, 70 years after world war one, when the first one was set, like everybody's like scratching their heads. Oh, okay. How's this going to happen? And unfortunately the plot path they chose was a disaster. Yeah. I
1: mean, so this is really the only way to move him to 1984 Mm -hmm. is for him to die because he would be old man cap, you know? Yep. Like Yeah. So I think that that really hurt. The movie and the fact that they even put it in 1984 uh, hurt the movie because, like you said, once we we already know things that come after this if they're tied Mm -hmm. together. I don't know. Um, I don't know what DC is doing. That's a big problem that that you and I have of DC and their no direction whatsoever. But we already know things that happen to Wonder Woman after, so the stakes are minimal to none. Sure. Right. So that there's there's no snap, there's no Winter Woman dies, there's no risk of something happen to her, uh, right. because we know that she exists in Batman vs Superman in yep. twenty
0: years from now. Yep. So in thirty years, gosh. Yeah. When did that come out? Okay. So yeah, uh, nineteen eighty four. I mean, I, I feel like it was almost real time Batman vs Superman when it came out. Okay. So I mean, I think I think it would have been what 2016 ish. Okay. I don't even know, more. Like I, I think we were supposed to assume it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I do want to ask you something, kind of piggybacking off of that. Um, they they give the impression. Well, okay. So going all the way back to Batman vs Superman, there's these meta humans that supposedly nobody knows about. You know, it's Hidden. Aquaman Secret. and Flash and, and and Wonder Woman is one of them. But she's making her presence very well known in 1984. Is she based on the events in this movie? I mean. I didn't didn't, kind you, of? didn't you see her say shh to everybody when she saved uh, them? And so meaning yeah. that she doesn't exist. <laughs> I know, but I mean, come and on. And then yeah. she
1: destroyed the cameras after they had
0: seen her. Yeah, it's just... Uh, okay, that you're, saying <laughs> that, you're saying that facetiously, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, that, that that was a huge problem for me. Um, not to mention there's a... Um, well,
1: and that, that comes back to, to D.C., of I think Patty Jenkins in an interview even said it. Of uh, Zach Snyder put her in a box, and so she's just going to ignore all that and do her own thing, and so they don't yeah. tie together, and that's that's a problem because you're using the same actress, and when they don't tie together, it it doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a broader problem which DC has still not solved, which is really. Hard to believe when you have a Marvel template staring you right in the face. And I get that you you don't want to be Marvel and you don't want to copy them, but honestly, that's the gold standard for how to define a universe. And if you're willfully just going away from it just to be different because you don't want to copy Marvel, you better have something damn good in its place to make all these things make sense. And they are no nowhere close.
1: Well, they try to play catch up, and I think we've we've kick this horse many times.
0: Well, after <laughs> is it's that what it dead, is how we kick the horse. Yeah, <laughs>
1: the dead horse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a. Uh, they tried to play catch up to match Avengers when they only had Man of Steel, you know. Yes, and so they didn't take the time to develop Wonder Woman. Took the time to develop Aquaman, Batman, you know, into this universe. Flash, you have these name characters that people know, like every. That's the. The crux of what DC had was known commodities, known symbols, known people, known backstories. They they could have done so much with that, and they just flopped it all. You know, yep. Marvel's coming at you with Iron Man that I guarantee you, you know, majority of the population never even heard of Iron Man and Hawkeye and Black yeah. Widow. And yep. And so they know Spider-Man and they know the Hulk, but beyond that, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yep. Wonder Woman and Flash, Superman and Batman, everybody knows these people. And yep. they just can't get out of their own way. And so they're just saying, you know, forget it. We're just gonna make all these one offs and
0: nothing's connected. And good luck and hope you enjoy these two hours. And you know what? I honestly think we would be having a little bit of a different conversation if the movies were good. I mean Yeah. So we because we kind of felt that way about Wonder Woman one, the first one, right? It was like, okay, she's you know completely off on her own, not really tying back to anything. I I think they do a little bit of tying back at maybe the end with with Bruce or something like that. But the majority of that movie, 98% of that movie is in its own little world and we were okay with it because Wonder Woman actually was a fun watch and it was good to be a part of. But everything else that they're trying, I mean, you and I differed a little bit on Shazam, but man, some of these other ones are just like, they're not hitting. So when you're a standalone and you're not hitting and then you're muddying the waters, you're just, you know, you're shooting yourself in both feet. It's remarkable what they're doing, but, which
1: is fine. If you don't bring them together, right? You know, if you just have wonder woman doing her own thing, and these are wonder woman sequels, then don't do cameos with the flash or, you know, or bring Superman at the end of Kazam or any, anything like that. As long as you don't tie them together and just want to have your own standalone, Hey, this is a superhero movie. I mean, I think it's dumb. Um, uh, I, I think it's a, a poor approach, but if you want to do that, fine. Uh, I just think that the reason why Marvel is so successful is because you have to watch each one to know what's going on. Sure. I, oh, I, I may not care about Ant-Man, but if Ant-Man ties into how it works in Infinity War, then I want to know what's going on through each of these not-so-named uh, heroes. In yeah. and, and DC, if you just do these little standoffs, I can, oh, I don't. Particularly care for that character. I don't know about Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm not going to see that. But if it ties into everything else together, then yeah, I have to. And then oh wait, it was one of the best ones ever.
0: Yeah, and, and you can make an argument that trying to connect dots with DC is only going to make it worse. Like you might just be better off given what they've given you to just not even try. Like just well, now, go into each one. Yeah, exactly. Now, That's what I'm you got to yeah. scrap it. Yeah. You got to scrap it <laughs> yeah. if you want to try to do it. Yeah, yeah, scrap the whole thing and
1: like, you give you. Uh, unfortunately, you had to ditch Gal. You had to ditch Henry. You know, and just
0: start over. Yeah, but they're too which is sad they're too because in. they nailed they nailed the casting on those two. Oh, the, and Momoa
1: and I. Yeah. And I know you you don't share the same, but I loved Batflack. I thought he was. I didn't. Was I the, didn't
0: mind him, and
1: I, I'm fine with all their casting choices. Which is just scary how they could get casting so right. Yeah, and nothing else, and then ruin it. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's shift gears back to the actual movie because we, you know, I, we can sit here and bash DC all day because... You know, is that not what this pod was? Was this not just bashing you know, DC? I, and eventually what's going to happen if we keep going down this path is I'm going to start talking about Justice League and the Snyder Cut and this episode's going to get lost. So <laughs> going back to this movie, uh, I mean, at a high level, I guess, did anything work for
1: you? So that I'm sitting there with my family and I asked them all, I went, we went around the room and I asked them what they thought. And I was trying to see if maybe they had a different perspective than I did. Uh, My wife and my mother-in-law, yeah, I liked it because they like every movie. Uh, My (laughs) mom was much more critical. My dad was more critical, which he doesn't really uh, say stuff like that, which surprised me. Um, But when it came back around to me, I said, you know what? There was not one thing in this movie that I enjoyed. Yeah. Which is hard for me because I want to back up just a second. When it comes, Hold
0: on. you didn't enjoy Gal. I mean,
1: not it, truly, not as much as the first one.
0: Uh, yeah, but you, you still enjoyed looking at Gal.
1: Yeah, but in, in okay. these 80s pantsuit things, I mean, I, I they, don't, I don't they didn't
0: try to make. They, make they her... could put her in a parka at the North Pole, and I, I, I'll watch it. I don't know. I
1: felt like she was even kind of a side. Aside. You know, I thought they, they focused
0: more on. I'd like to know what her screen time was compared to the other actors. Now, that I will agree with. And it pisses me off because in movie number two, they always find a way to either split up the pair that you like. In this case, they brought the pair back that we liked and it didn't work. But like, the, you're right. The amount of screen time for Gal and or Gal as Wonder Woman was so small. It's like, why are you giving me a Wonder Woman movie if we're not going to see Wonder Woman things? Right. No,
1: I, I agree completely. And, and I felt like I should have led with this um, before we even started into this traditionally superhero movies that that's all me and i do everything i can and i to defend them as much as i can and you try to tear them all down because that's who (laughs) you are but no but but this one it i i try to find even a cool scene even a no man's land scene from the first one even some sort of cool takeaway that i can hang my hat on Of this is cool you know, from the yep. trailer, the lasso on the lightning. You know, something of Brett that could have been cool to make sense. Um, you know, something. And yep. I sat there and and maybe I need to watch it again. And maybe, but I can't think of anything in in this movie that I enjoy.
0: Yeah, I, I'm actually right there with you. Um, you know, on a couple things there. One, um, yeah, nothing memorable. Anytime there was like a. a I don't even know if I want to use, like, big action set piece, right? Because I didn't feel like there was one. Um, and there's a couple of scenes that I think are supposed to be those, but they don't really amount to much. And I think part of that was how they're filmed. I think part of it is the special effects were not very good in certain times. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I, I think back about this movie, I'm like, man, they're... There's nothing really to remember. The, and then the other part when you were talking about, you know, your family and their views of it. I mean, my family was groaning during this movie like, "Oh, come on." Or they were like, "What is happening right now?" Like, "What what is this? What does this mean? What just happened?" And sometimes I was like, "Well, I don't know. Here's what I think." And I, I think I'm right, but the movie's not telling me that I'm right. I'm just kind of like it, it it gave me A and D, and I'm kind of assuming I I get what's going on with B and C to connect these dots. So and that, that's that's from my you know twelve year old daughter, my fifteen year old son, and and my wife. Like we're all just so we're running the spectrum here, and it's just kind of like, okay, if everybody's sitting here kind of sort of confused, and you know we obviously me and you watch a lot of movies, and so does my family. So if we're all confused as like you know avid movie watchers, then you're not doing something.
1: Well, and and maybe my family was the same way, but they're not allowed to talk in the movie room, and so <laughs> that's a strict my mom rule. Uh, yeah, because she she would and does. And so she knows better. And she came and watched Game of Thrones, the final season, and said, "Okay, any questions before we start this?" And uh, she goes, "Nope, none." And as soon as they start marching into Winterfell, she goes, "Okay, I have a question." It's like, "No, I, do- I told her no. <laughs> you hold it to the end because we're <laughs> we're not going to do this." So, she- so they've they've been trained. They're very good. Uh, apparently, they had questions throughout, but they forgot by the time we got to the end. Okay. Um, so so yeah, probably very same- similar.
0: Yes, so we run the same kind of ship as you. We usually don't do that, but there are times where it gets so egregious. Somebody's usually like, "Okay, pause it for a sec," and I'm like, "Okay, let's let's pause it." And and this time, sometimes I get frustrated. I'm like, "What? Like, what aren't you getting?" This time, I was like, uh, "Okay, I get it." I'm like, <laughs> let, "Let's let's try and talk through this for a second here." So I definitely get it. Um, yeah, man, not memorable at all. Um, like I said, action set. I I, I don't like even in the Wonder Woman one. I don't like her fighting style. They have her do these like slide glide things and I I'm not sure if that's somehow from the comics or whatever but it doesn't have any appeal to me the slow motion is extremely cringy I didn't like it in the first one it got worse in this one um, where you know she can see the bullet it's just I don't like the way it looks or feels so I every time we would go into a scene I was like oh great I'm okay slow motion slide okay cool I, I've seen this like you're not making me feel Diana's speed or her strength when you're slowing everything down
1: yeah they uh, I 100% agree with you Although, no, I don't hundred percent agree with you. I do like the the slide that they that she did in the first one. I like that whole Agreed. fight in after No Man's Land in the yes uh, upstairs and, and her beating them all up. Uh, I liked all that. In this movie, there there was no cool choreography. And when they had mm-hmm. her running fast, she looked like Ooh. Superman in the first Superman. We're talking Christopher <laughs> yeah. Reeve as a kid right. running next to the train. Like yes. that's like she's running on the highway. Like we know how to make somebody run, look like they're running fast. Right. Why are we, everyone's like, Oh, it's a throwback. It's like, it's a throwback to make it look like it was
0: made in 1984. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. We don't, we don't need throwbacks to 1970s effects. Like you can do homages to 1970s stories and feels and stuff like that. Do not regress your effects or your choreography to make it feel that way. See, I, I think the, the main problem that
1: I had with the fight scenes is that it was all lasso. Like they yeah. overused the lasso
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they tried to build yeah, where everything. Where
0: was their shield and sword?
1: They intentionally did not use it because cool. they didn't want to kill anybody in this movie and no dead bodies were in this movie. That's why I saw okay. in an interview. I'm like, okay, oh, okay. Cause it great. okay, And that's why they intentionally, they, they laughed about how it was humorous that they put down the guns, you know, when, Oh, don't hurt them. Cause they're not under their control. I'm like, oh, okay. Gotcha.
0: But- okay. Um, I mean, your sword it. and I shield are cool.
1: So, yeah. and then you just have this lasso that makes people tell the truth, but yep. never actually uses that power when many a people were, if that's a spoiler, were wrapped around.
0: Yes. With, no, that's not a spoiler. Okay.
1: That she used it on dang near everybody in the movie, and not yeah. once were they compelled to tell the truth, at least one sure. that was re- revealing. Yeah. And so I... Uh, I yeah. I had a real issue with that and we'll get into more of that in the, in the second segment.
0: Sure. Okay. So here's my overall comments then. Um, I thought it was long. I thought it was bloated. I thought it tried to have a message at the end um, and did nothing to really like earn that message. And I'm even kind of confused as to what happens in the end plot wise. I didn't, I I did not like Pedro Pascal's acting. Kristen Wiig seemed like her character on SNL. Chris Pine was fine. Gal Gadot was mediocre. Um, I didn't like the plot choice. I didn't like the action scenes. Um, I mean, there's just really not... It was a slog, too. Like, check the watch kind of movie. Like, where are we at? Are we almost done here? Like, I I truthfully... Even the visuals, man. Like, I was all hyped to get, like, Ragnarok-style you know, eighties infused I mean, Look at those posters. They couldn't, you had to put on sunglasses to look at these posters. And then it was just kind of visually normal. Nothing. Uh, nothing. And even at the, even at the end, you could argue that it was back to Zack Snyder, dark, everything muted. Like just everything was just kind of disappointing about this man, especially considering I tend to think wonder woman is one of, if not the best DCEU movies we've got. Um, and she was like the last hope since they've kind of started to just trash every other property that they have. So I'm just thoroughly disappointed across the board. Not a good experience at all. So
1: so you enjoyed it. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So my my biggest overall arcing thoughts, I guess, I already mentioned there wasn't a part that I enjoyed. So that kind of throws throws that out there. But the fact that it was based in the 80s, they didn't do an 80s soundtrack, you know, yep. which was easy. Easy money right there. You know, you can yep. you can bring a lot of people in by just having a good soundtrack. And they went with Hans and they didn't even use the coolest DC theme outside yep. of one little part where it was kind of hinted in the background. Like Wonder yep. Woman's got a badass theme. And I loved yep. it every time they've used it in every movie so far. Yep. And and this was it was a waste. And why have it set in the eighties? If you're not going to do anything other than a cheap fanny pack joke, or this guy on TV, I guess is that. Yeah. I mean, is that what? Why we're in the '80s at all? I I, I don't
0: they, honestly. I I feel like it was a hedge. They they wanted to drop their movie in an inconsequential time because they didn't know what the ramifications would be if to the DCEU, if they dropped her in at modern times, right? Cause they don't have a plan. So they're like, okay, just drop her in the eighties because everything else we've done has been, you know, current day or whatever. So the only ones that are in past are, are you know, wonder woman one and now wonder woman 84. So I, I my guess is they, they thought it was safe. Let's just drop it. And plus let, let's not kid ourselves. Eighties are fads right now, right? Everything's retro back to the eighties. Um, So, yeah, yeah, I mean, you got stranger things and,
1: you know, but they throw back stuff that you like. And this didn't didn't do anything. Completely agree. You know, it was one offhand joke, I think. But I will say uh, Kristen Wiig was my biggest concern of, you know, villain maketh the movie. And she was billed as the main villain. And I thought she did a much better job than what I was expecting.
0: I thought she was fine as um, Minerva was it Barbara Minerva? Yeah. Like and again, I I don't remember the name of the skit. You literally just sent me this as a joke like a few weeks ago. But that skit where she's like that person who comes in, uh, was it Penelope? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, on SNL like the, she the was one basically upper? that per- Yeah, she was basically that person, like just kind of muttering under her breath and all that kind of stuff. So I thought she was fine, but when she starts to take on her different role in the movie, um not so much. And and I feel like it was a forced thing that if you just had Pedro Pascal's role, you didn't really have, I guess they felt like a, a primary physical conflict for Diana. So I feel like they shoehorned um, Kristen Wiig in there.
1: But I will say, if it was a better plot and if it, the writing was better, I feel like Kristen Wiig could have been that character and done it well. Where prior to seeing the movie, I did not have that feeling. Okay. I mean, I don't think anybody's saving what she becomes later oh no i mean that's in the trailer i mean it's you i it had i had ptsd from cats that you bought me for my <laughs> birthday uh, i mean that's what it looked like but she yeah. straight out of that movie yeah not good no so ultimately what did you end up giving it
0: ah man oh i think i'm at a two i did not enjoy it i thought it was bad um I hate to say I mean, uh, it's gotten me sitting here thinking, you know, okay, how bad was Harley Quinn? Okay, how bad was Suicide Squad? Like that? That's the realm that this is in not like, is this better than Wonder Woman? The first one? Is it on the level of Man of Steel, even or and I didn't even like Justice League or Batman versus Superman? And I, I think I'm already saying like, nah, we're, we're down below that we're at, we're at Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn levels. So which was better Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn or this? I mean I would need to rewatch all of those to give it a fair shake. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen Suicide Squad. I just thought it was a complete bore and just I I didn't like it, but I also didn't didn't like this one. Um I mean th- there are different tones, right? Like this one's a little bit lighter. Um so that's where it's hard to really compare those. So I'd have to do a sit down and watch. So I, I don't know, but like I'm just giving you kind of my tears. It's not at Wonder Woman or Man of Steel. Um it's you know Batman versus Superman I mean it's it's a coin toss for me when you start getting down there basically I, it's not as good as Shazam um so it's it's down with Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad and Batman versus Superman um, and Justice League somewhere down in there where I'm going to rearrange all the different parts of the DCEU that I don't like
1: you know it makes for a good podcast is when you say I don't know to
0: questions so that's
1: that's good <laughs> that's good the people well uh, just I, what people I, want I,
0: I, I... It's an I don't know, but I'm also giving you my tears, so you're asking me to rate it compared to a specific suicide squad movie, which I probably have not seen in five years, so I'm saying I would need my second viewing, probably my more like my third or fourth of suicide squad to to really kind of give you that answer, but I think i, I I'm hedging with my tears so people can understand where I'm at, so it's worse than Aquaman, I think I think, oh God, I don't know if I like that answer, but I think it's worse than Aquaman it is it is, and, and Aquaman sucked. <laughs> But there are parts. See that see that that's
1: where I'm gonna come back to is there are parts of each of those movies that you named that are memorable and that I liked. Uh now there's a there some... squad? Oh yeah. I mean
0: Margot. Yeah, that's all, true. All, really all of good
1: Margot was was hands down better than anything that we saw in this movie. Okay.
0: Okay, that's fair. Fair.
1: Okay. Yeah. See? So that's why I I my initial thought was gosh, this is a two. I think yeah. it, I think it could be worse. I think it could be one and a half. No, like it, no, 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 no. Like, one and
0: a half is like that's saved for like the worst of the worst of the worst. And like this is not good, but it's it doesn't to me when you go below a two, Like you are suffering from like just absolutely shoddy filmmaking. Like, and that's that's where I think we are. And I mean, I like don't the think the, so. the effects in Suicide Squad
1: at the end, like the whole plot in the end and all that was dumb. But you, but you had some some good things throughout. Even some good fight scenes throughout. But this, like, there, I don't think there is a redeeming quality in this movie. It is so harsh, maybe, the plot, the acting, the effects, all of it. Like, I, I did not, I can't pick out a thing that was like, well, at least that was good. Like, yeah. that's, I, I don't have any of that. And so that's why it's in the, it's in that one and a half conversation. I think initially I I said walked now and I said okay this this is below average, uh, I don't want to watch this again. So we're at the two,
0: but it's uh, it's better than Dean Kane movies. <laughs> I mean, my thing is I think I feel like with a one and again this is all arbitrary, right? Like our our definitions for our rating scales or whatever. But to me, a one and a half is like I, I'm I'm not just bored. I'm like actively hating it. I'm actively you know, wanting it to be over, I'm cursing it as it's going, you know, all that kind of stuff, or it's like, you know, so poorly put together, like, I think, I don't even know what the last one and a half I gave was, like, the, the Marvel Final Four, or Final Four, Jesus, Fantastic Four with, you know, Michael B. Jordan and and Miles Teller, I actively hated that movie, so that's one of the last ones I can remember being, like, probably a one and a half for me, and this oh, one... No. Uh, Even though I thought it sucked, I I I could not go to, well, on my personal scale, I cannot get down to a one and a half on this movie. I
1: don't know that this was better than Fantastic Four. Uh I just recently caught like thirty or forty five. Oh, I, need to I, I need to I do need to watch it again, but I'm a, that's a fair head to head battle to me.
0: I mean yeah, I I mean ugh. Creed. Creed alone could could bring it up. <laughs> I don't know, we'll have to see. Okay. So what what are you saying your rating is then? Are you at a one and a half? I'll I'll stay at a two. Maybe it's just my expectations
1: and how disappointed I was that I'm I'm at a one and a half. It's not Hunter Killer, Gerard Butler level, which sure. is awful. Don't watch it. Yeah, but I'll, I'll I'll stay at a two right now. But it's it upon second viewing, it could very easily
0: go to one and a half. Yeah, I mean it it could. I I it's gonna take a lot of willpower to get a second viewing in because it it's two and a half hours long, man. Like it didn't need to be that long. Agreed. Ugh. Okay, well, now that I'm are, are thoroughly we, are, disgusted with our... Are we, are we are our... all revved up, ready to go into
1: our spoilers?
0: <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's time to switch over to spoilers. Which is so.
1: giant, uh just bashing session. Is that what we're in, in tune for?
0: I mean, yeah. I think we're going to get into some details here. So uh, <laughs> here's everybody's spoiler warning. We'll catch you on the other side with some spoilers. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Okay, spoilers. So here we are. Spoilers. <laughs> um, man, I mean... I don't even a, know where a, to wish, start. a wishing stone? And and Pedro turning into the physical embodiment of the wishing stone? How is that your wish? How, oh, okay, I okay. Mean, the power of the wishing stone? Sure, okay. But how is it your wish that you want to become the stone? Well, and if you know what it is, why wouldn't your wish be... I want all the power of the stone with none of the negative effects. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But, but even, even if
1: that's not real, he's like, I want to become the stone. Why wouldn't he just turn into freaking stone?
0: I I know. Or trapped uh, yeah, I, in the stone. I, I, I thought about that too. Like how how literal would I have to get with a wishing stone to just like really make sure I didn't screw this up? Like, okay, I want to be the same as the stone, but I don't want to turn into a stone. Um, I don't want to have all the bad stuff. I want to keep my health. Like <laughs> you'd have to like I don't want really to turn into
1: a turkey. Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> I need to consult sense. my
0: lawyer on this before I make this wish. Uh, man, what in the hell? Like, okay. So the one question my family had a, a question about was they're like, wait a second. I get why he's getting the things that are wished for. What I don't get is why people are giving him then everything he asks for. I'm like, okay, well, because it's the monkeys, Paul, right? It's like it's, if you were just wishing on the stone, you would get your wish, but you get it in like these weird backhanded ways where something comes at a cost I and mean, you don't always see that cost. What's the, happening the, is- The stone decided. Yes, yes. But because he's the stone, he then is actually saying out loud the things he wants in return as payment for the wish. That's what's happening,
1: which is very confusing, especially oh, it, when he's, <laughs> yeah. especially when he's taking their guard, their bodyguards. I like, do they yes. ha- do they have no say in this? That that confused the heck out of me. Yes,
0: it, it completely like the wall around that time when the wall started coming up, and he's talking to the president, he's talking to the guy in Egypt. That my family was like, wait a minute, what is going on? Like I don't, I don't fully understand this. And I, I was like, that's where I was like, I think I got it, but I want all be your influence there. and power. That's not really something I can give. Yeah, well, even the the Chris Pine reveal got my family confused because the camera like spins around, spins around, and then oh, it's Chris Pine. They're like, "Uh, is that?" I mean, they do kind of answer that one later when they finally show the dude in the mirror and okay, it's not Chris Pine, but it is. But that's even weird. Like,
1: okay, so you're wishing for Chris Pine. (laughs) Why is he just all of a sudden possessing somebody's body? Yeah, I man, why couldn't he just. Okay, Chris Pine's here. You know he could have had the yeah. same. You know I just woke up in this in this bed and this guy was yeah mad at me. Like all of a sudden I appeared. Like what, that was that so hard to do?
0: My my only thing that I can think of is that when they're trying to make it, you know you can renounce your wish to get everything to go back to normal, right? That Diana would have had a harder time renouncing Chris Pine if it was just Chris Pine and if he looked like, like Chris Pine. Well, like if he hadn't, mo- you know, the moral objection to like, okay, she knows this isn't Chris Pine, and she was willing to go with that for a little while, but now it's like, okay, some dude kind of lost his life because, yeah, well, what would he do, Diana? I, well, I don't, know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing they they don't even really um, dive into that, like she regrets having the wish because of all the negative effects and she's losing her powers because of it. But it wasn't like she had some moral dilemma of, okay, man, like, you know, I kind of just killed this guy because Chris Pine took over his body. Like they don't dive into that, but I guess under the subtext of it is what I would take away is that that should add to her decision more to renounce her wish. Okay. Can we get to the renouncing of the wishes? Oh God. You you just have to say it.
1: You know, I thought you, at least you had to touch the stone. You know, and yeah. renounce it. Well, nope, oh, I renounce it. like,
0: okay. Okay, but beyond that, let's go to the whole thing of by using airwaves, you're actually touching everybody. <laughs> so then that counts now too. Well, that was somebody's
1: like, that was somebody's wish, remember?
0: Oh, man. They wish for that to work. How did this get past the script phase? So, like, so my wife, draft of this, my if wife I had broke our, this...
1: our golden rule of talking, and she looked at me and she goes, so this is Wishmaster? And she has, yeah, right. she absolutely hates Wishmaster. <laughs> and so like, no, like Wishmaster two is her, her all time worst movie she's ever seen in her life. And, uh, she makes that note. And so that's,
0: and then so yeah. she looks at me and she goes, so this is just Wishmaster. And I go, yeah. I go, let's see where they go with this. I mean, they went nowhere with it. I, I, I don't know how this lands on somebody's desk as their first draft and somebody even lets it get past that stage. Like, no. This is not happening. It, we're not going to do this. It's not cool. It's not retro. It's horribly done. Um, you know, I, I think there's a message that tries to get in there about, like, there's a cost for what you wish for. And maybe what you really wish for isn't really what you want or you need. And they try is to, it, like, bring... No, no, no. I, I I mean, I'm adding that on my own. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I'm I'm saying that I think they were going for that by Diana's speech at the end, which, I mean... You know, wrapping up a speech to, to end a movie is the way you take down the main guy. Um, is it, not good. It wasn't executed well. I, I think I see what they're going for there, but they drastically missed the mark. Like you don't, don't feel anything in the end. I don't.
1: I don't see where they're going for. So the speech, she wraps his leg with the
0: with the lasso. Yep. Do people hear her? That was my understanding. Is that the TVs are all glowing gold now, like her lasso, and I think she's talking to all of them. I don't know. So
1: everybody in the world can hear Diana. Yep. But we don't know who
0: she is. Well, that's the thing. Does when they? I was I was so confused by this, and I, I wonder if you have an answer for me. When you renounced your wish, and like the walls collapsed and the missiles exploded. Does everything kind of revert? Like are are we to believe that nobody remembers what happens here? Oh or, no, they all um, remembered. Okay, so then fast forwarding to like modern day they should have remembered that somebody was talking to them like to Well the that whole was world. that was thirty years ago. And, and we all came close to nuclear war and almost yep. killed each other and like that's just a known fact yep. in the DCEU now?
1: Yep. It's just known. But I well I don't
0: <laughs> what I don't get
1: is if you just renounce your wish and it goes away. Once pedro took the president's power and he kind of realized something oops couldn't yeah. he just renounce it oh no i renounce and
0: then that didn't happen. well i th- i think she well somebody i mean he could have if he would have known that you could do that but i don't think he knew he could do that i think that didn't diana have to like say something in her speech which given i i'm not remembering much of her speech but i thought there was like she told them like hey you need to like give up your wish to get everything back to the way it was
1: well wouldn't the guy whose whole his uh uh, in Egypt, when his whole city is starving and drowning because they don't have water, that he would just renounce his wish and it would all—the walls would come
0: down and water would come back. Well, but they did; the walls did go down finally. But once you well, realize yeah. it, well, I know, but that's why I'm saying, like, why would walls go down and why would missiles explode in midair? But like other things wouldn't revert. Like the the lady, I assume, came back from the dead because the guy had wished her to be dead. She wasn't. Um, she wasn't all dead. You know what I'm saying though, like I mean, it, what, like how far back does the dominoes go, right? To the to the reversion, like does it revert all the way back to like the first wish that ever happened, like I I don't know well,
1: because that person's not there to to
0: uh, recant their wish. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be like all time, I guess, like from the the chain of events that happened here. Like I, I don't know. It's just the fact that we have to sit here and discuss a stupid wishing stone and how you unwish wishes and what that effect is. It's just stupid. And then you tie that back to our conversation about DC not knowing what they're doing. Like you just created this worldwide cataclysmic event that introduced Diana to the entire world in some way. shape. Although the TVs were glowing gold. So I, uh, that, uh, apparently they're okay with a you know, disembodied voice telling them what to do that. Like, I don't know. It just, it's just stupid. I, so, I, it's so frustrating.
1: Okay. Got some questions. We're still on the wishes. Um, why did Kristen Wig get two wishes?
0: Nobody else could uh, have two wishes. Well, he offered her up a second wish. He as a, can't like do a,
1: that. He asked the intern earlier, and he goes, oh, you've already used
0: your wish. Uh, yeah. I mean, he definitely said he was granting her another yeah. another one. Why? Yeah, How? Uh, it would have been yeah. just as
1: easy for her to, you know, have given up her humanity as her penance and eventually turned into that without him giving her right. another wish. Yeah. Which just ruins the whole point of him finding other people to make them wish. Yeah. Now he has the power Um, to do more wishes? I did not like that. No, I didn't either. And I I also want to know, apparently Storm is is in the uh, DCU now. Because he took somebody's hurricane powers, somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, why why all of a sudden does he have the ability to, to have gusts of wind? Like, he's only
0: taking what he's you know, somebody's something. Wind. I knew it was really windy in the end scene, but was that from him? That was his power. What else would it have been? I don't, I, don't, I really don't know.
1: He was, he was taking things. I'll take this from you. And then he took somebody's hurricane powers to
0: blow back. Yeah. To Anna. Uh, I mean, I remember the wind. I just, I, I think at that point, I I don't even, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't
1: exist unless he knowingly took that from somebody he knew had those powers.
0: Yeah. Um, so the other thing with Pedro Pascal that really bothered me was like his reasoning for un or for what, what do we say? Renouncing his wish was his son, but he acted the whole movie. Like he didn't like his son. He's like, Oh, it's my weekend again. And all this other stuff like he, Oh, go, but just go buy him this thing. It wasn't like they built up a relationship with his son where he's like, Oh, I guess I, I mean, I know he remembered like his upbringing and how bad it was. And I guess that's what they're trying to do there. Like, he finally remembered because of the lasso his upbringing, and then that made him love his son. Then so he wanted to renounce his wish because of his son. But again, you're cramming a lot there into like the last two minutes of the movie.
1: Well, I think he loved his son. I think he wanted his son to be proud of him, and but he just didn't have time for his son. I think it was a. Um, I don't think he ever not wanted him. I just think he was more of an inconvenience. Well, and right, so, but, but, but still you loved sh- him. But hey, I'm trying to do this. You're
0: just kind of in the way right now, and then realize his son was going to die. Based on, I, I guess, though that they didn't do anything to to say that though. Like, uh, you know what I mean? I, I get, I get that. But I think you're filling in some gaps there because the whole movie, you don't even really see an acknowledgement that he loves or wants to be with his son. It's seriously only like I'm too busy for you. I'm too busy for you. So then, to at the end, to then, you know, try and have that be the reason to undo the villain's whole motive. It, it's unearned. Yeah, I mean, you don't want your son to die,
1: so renounce your wish so he doesn't die. I'm okay with that. The son never renounced his wish, by the way. I no, like throw that out there. So some consequences coming for him.
0: Yeah, I just felt like I mean, there there could have been ways to do that a little bit better. Oh, there could
1: have been uh, ways to do all of this better. Yeah, from from the get go, like yeah, the Amazon opening Amazon thing. scene. The only reason that's in the movie is because people loved the Amazons. So they loved Jenny, and you know. Claire Underwood. Yeah. They wanted to see her again. Yep. And My son
0: actually asked at the end. He was like, "What was the point of that whole opening scene?" I was like, "It was for one line. It was for the whole like you can't build your life on lies." That's it. But that's that wasn't even the message. Well, she that says wasn't it even the t- truth. At one point towards the end, she
1: tried to tie that into the into the story of be careful what you wish for. But that's not the lies or cheating. Like that wasn't even what? the same lesson that we brought back.
0: Uh, I mean, no, it, I mean, it's she's, just that she, it's, she
1: gave a speech for like 15 minutes. I can't, I mean, you can try to weave anything you can in there.
0: Sure. But I mean, I'm saying they, tr- they tried, they tried to take that line from the beginning and, and wrap it back into the end. But Had it, they tied it was, to cheating, you know,
1: may that could have made sense, but they didn't. Sure. Like that wasn't, no, it wasn't. So it made the whole pod racing beginning thing, you know, just annoying.
0: Yeah, and that's what I meant earlier in the in the spoiler free section when I was like, you know, it tries to have a message, but it's so unbelievably muddled and unearned that you're not going to walk away with a message in this. I, I don't. I I think let me put it this way: if you come away from this movie understanding its message, it's because you did a lot of legwork, right? You as the viewer filled in lots of gaps for the movie, and you know, let it earn that message cheaply by a little bit of nugget in the beginning and a little bit of nugget in the end. And it's just not something that resonates
1: at all. Well, at least, we know, Harry Potter stole Quidditch from the Amazons. So that, (laughs) that piece. Yeah.
0: You mean throwing the, the staff through the hoop?
1: No, they were playing the game before they even started the race. They were playing some Quidditch, Quidditch Quidditch-like game. Like, oh, it's Harry Potter.
0: You got to appeal to the kids when you're making a comic book movie. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, basically though, I I already mentioned this a little bit, but the, the eighties, like it, the main at a time doesn't, doesn't work like this. Like, like it was so bad. Like everything that, Oh wow. What is an escalator? You know, it was, it it didn't work in the eighties. I don't know if he wasn't doing it enough, It was like everything was just bad about the him hole in this new environment. Agreed. Every, every uh, joke that they tried to do every, the only thing that was truly the best part of the movie was him saying government issued fanny pack (laughs) because it had a flag on it. (laughs) Yeah. Like that, that was, that was the, the best part. And that's the best part of the movie. And that's, that,
0: that's sad. Yeah. Um, so when you brought up Chris Pineman out of time, it made me think of a couple of things. Like, one, um, if you can fly a World War One plane, can Thanks. you fly a 1980s I, I jet? I had that
1: written down, too. Have planes okay. not changed? Not me, not yeah. a pilot. I don't know. But yeah. all of a sudden, a 1980s fighter jet is the same.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's out of the way. Okay. Got it. Um, what are your thoughts on the invisible plane? Awful. Okay. And her quote-unquote flying. so we saw
1: her flying at the end of one Mm -hmm. when she couldn't fly throughout the entire movie. So something she was
0: also like, she had an evolution of power there, right? Where she realized who she was. She was a God. She could, you know, fly on the lightning, right? Yeah. Okay. And then she jumped off the
1: building at the end and flew to go rescue somebody at the end of the, end of the first one. Uh,
0: Yeah. I guess I thought that was like a super jump. Yes. Thank you. Okay.
1: So I'll start with the uh, invisible plane. Um, why wouldn't she just make her gold suit invisible? Yeah. Why wouldn't she make anything ever again invisible? Mm-hmm. That would be very handy. I thought it was a, oh, she has an invisible plane. How do we make this happen? And mm-hmm. it doesn't, they don't think about any of the consequences about the movie ever again. and in, right. in future movies. Uh, if she can just think about it and make things
0: invisible. Right. And... and- why? Why? Well, you know, it, it, to me, the to me the invisible plane is kind of like Fantastic Four powers, not cool anymore, right? Cool thirty, forty years ago, but trying to make it real, trying to make it fit into a modern movie is just going to end up laughable or raise a million questions. Well, and, the, the
1: invisible plane was because she couldn't fly, right? But because she can fly, you don't need the invisible plane,
0: right? Yep, it it just wasn't necessary to be in there. Like you didn't need to make that plane invisible. I mean they, you know, he could have outflown the radar. You know, you could do a million other things. You could have Diana use some powers and lightning and lasso and blow up some missiles if they were shot at him, but like, yeah, just you, no mean, good you
1: mean something moderately almost cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, right. no, no. Not for this movie. Let's yeah. let's fly through the 4th of July instead. <laughs> yes. But her her flying, I was fine with her flying. You know, that that scene of it looked it, terrible. Sure, but it, uh, that, that, that just goes the entire movie. So that goes without saying, I think that it looked terrible when she did it. Sure. Um, but I'm okay with her quote, learning
0: how to fly from Steve.
1: Okay. So hold on.
0: I, I guess my thing is it, she's not really flying, right? It, it, I mean, I kind of took it as she can, like in the first one, she could, you know, lasso onto lightning. And now she's figured out from Steve how to lasso onto the wind. So it's kind of like, Almost Hulkish in a way, or almost maybe Thorish, where it's like she can lasso the lightning or the air now and like pull it and then she'll glide for very, very, very long distances, but she's not actually flying. I thought I
1: thought she got to flying stage, but Okay. She did lasso a few things after she flew. Right. So it makes she just gliding. You're maybe
0: you're right. Yeah, I mean it's like Spider Man, but she can do it over longer distances and, and connect it to the air. Okay. That's kind of what I thought because sure. I've never thought. I mean, I'm not well versed in Wonder Woman comics, so can, can I don't, she fly I don't in think the comics? that pertains. I, I'm not <laughs> saying it, it necessarily does, but I mean, does she fly in the comics ever? I, I she does like she now. Does. Okay, yeah, but see, my my problem
1: with the lassoing the lightning is it was pointless. Like, there, at least it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool if it did something. Like in the trailer, you're like, okay, what's that going
0: to be? It was a throwaway scene. Uh, it, Wait, are you talking about in the first one? She didn't lasso lightning in this one, did she? Yeah. Oh. When did she
1: lasso the first one?
0: Uh, at the end battle, when she finally, I thought, learns how to, you know, that she's a god and is fighting, uh, Ares and stuff. I thought there was some moments where she like lassoed along the lightning or something. Maybe I'm misremembering.
1: I I don't remember that at all. If she did, okay. It's because the end of that movie is horrendous, <laughs> and I blocked it out of my mind because you wasted Ares, the god of war, on a terrible actor in a terrible scene. But yeah, but in this, they show her. I thought the first time I saw it was in the trailer for this, of her lassoing lightning. You know, gosh, you know that's got to be timing on that. It's got to be pretty good. Okay, and like something is going to be pretty cool with this lightning. But it was after she flew. And she already lassoed a cloud. I like, this is that it was dumb. Like I thought that was going to be something cool. Hmm. Like, I I don't re-
0: I guess I don't remember her lassoing lightning in this one.
1: It was it was right after the flying scene, and then she started falling in, and then she lassoed it, and then it was over. Like, oh, I thought she
0: was just lassoing air though. Oh, there was a lightning bolt. There, there was a lightning bolt in one of oh. those. Okay, then. I Must I was probably just glad to be over. <laughs>
1: So, can we talk about this gold suit?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: this was 100% a poster. That for, yeah. the, the only reason we had this in the movie was was for a poster and for a little fan service in the comics. Yeah. It The fact that she already had her powers back. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if she put that on when she was depowered to fight right. Cheetah, then that could have made sense. But she puts on this... This gold, invincible armor that Cheetah just tears apart anyway, Mm -hmm. which makes no sense if this is indestructible armor or whatever
0: that fought all legions of men, I guess. Is it only, uh, you know, impervious to attacks from men, not other gods? Okay. Or Amazons. But the Amazon
1: worshipped this armor like it was invincible to them, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And cheetah just kind of scratches at it and the wings fall off yeah they start falling off immediately yeah and so and the armor didn't the armor didn't do anything and she could already fly without the wings so we didn't need the wings like the whole point of this gold thing was to kind of tie in you know the original wonder woman at the end and then have a movie poster with her in a gold wingsuit
0: Mm -hmm. am i missing something is there is there anything that this did no, it was all style over substance. It was totally not functional for anything in the movie because, like you said, Cheetah starts tearing it up in, in two seconds and she just, you know, discards the wings and then keeps fighting. So
1: It, it should have been, if she, if they were going to use it, it should have been, again, like she was still losing her power, depower her. Yep. And uh, Because truly, that's what you have to do when you made her invincible. At the end, you had to find a way to bring her, to lose her power somehow. Mm-hmm. In order to make the movie somewhat interesting. The the Superman problem, you made this too powerful. Uh, what do we have that can that can hurt him to make him weak so other other people can fight him? Yeah, you know, that's what they had to do here. But they should have put her in the suit there and then fight Cheetah and then eventually get her powers back. Yep. I agree with that. So, Definitely okay. agree. So I didn't miss anything on that gold that gold suit. Nope. That thing she used cool. at the end against Pedro, right? <laughs> yeah. No? no. Okay.
0: How about that mall scene to kick us off? I mean, uh, it was definitely a unique tone. It definitely, that piece did feel very throwback to Christopher Reeve's Superman, like goody-goody moments, but it didn't, I don't know. It, it didn't really work for me as a standalone, and it certainly just didn't even jive with the rest of the movie. It it seemed extremely childish. Yes, Yeah, it was very kid friendly, very like that's what I meant by goody goody, kind of throwback to those days when superhero movies were only for kids and stuff like that. But I feel
1: like even Superman, the Christopher Reeve Superman, was not
0: kiddie like this. Um, it's more about like that kind of hokey golly gee kind of vibe. so I, I'm not saying that like all of the original Superman was like that, but it's just the the feel of superhero movies from back in the day, and the in the Super Friends cartoons and stuff like that. Like it definitely was more of that than it is, you know, the the darker. I mean, not like Marvel's dark, but it's definitely more less kid friendly at times. That that was supposed to be a very kid friendly. Uh, Wonder Woman is, you know like you mentioned earlier, not going to kill anybody. You know, it's going to be fun for every kid to watch Diana come in and swoop in and save the day against some, some, you know, two-bit criminals hijinks happening in a mall kind of thing. Like, I I get it. It just didn't, one, it wasn't executed overly well by itself. And like I said, it just didn't, it didn't fit with the rest of the movie. It, it was really bad.
1: And it just felt like there was nothing cool that she did and all the dialogue was awful. Like the, the, Robbers were terrible. Like everything, it didn't even make it. Like none of it made sense. And like, you're in a massive mall and she's, oh, shh, you know, you don't know who I am. No one's seen this person. No reports. Mysterious person with a lasso.
0: (laughs) It felt like a corny 80s sitcom or like a commercial for something. Like a little, you know, three or four minute standalone short on, you know, Diana that we throw onto YouTube. You know what I mean? Like it, it would have been, I guess, fine if something kind of cheesy like that, like an 80s commercial, like if they were going for that. But as part of the movie, it didn't work at all.
1: No, and that that goes straight into Spider Man 2. And that's, that's, it just really hurt me that all those scenes embodied me by Spider Man 2 is Jamie Foxx dropping his papers and Spider Man helping him. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. We've seen this exact scene before. <laughs> oh, wait. Her, yeah. uh, glasses she no longer needs glasses was that Toby Maguire mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> you know he no longer needs his glasses it's weird like right. write your own stuff like like this yep. is so cliche and, and it it was awful it was it was really really bad i'm like this is Jamie Foxx in the street oh and you befriend the superhero and then somehow now you're against the superhero and because some other bad guy wants you to be on their side i
0: very, very frustrating.
1: Lazy. I truly think that's lazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, there was a lot about I don't I don't know. I part of me thinks it's lazy. Part of me, I mean thinks they really went hard on their idea and put a lot of effort into it. Unfortunately, the idea was so bad and several different ideas on top of that were so bad that there was just no escaping them. So I I don't know if I'd go lazy. Um it's just not executed well. <laughs> bad idea, bad execution. and this is the result.
1: Bad dialogue, bad writing. Okay, yeah. the, those those kids that she saved from getting run over? Yeah. Uh, they died. Did you see her <laughs> slam the, their head into the yeah. ground? Yeah. I mean, she's rolling on top of them into the... Like, she could survive it, sure, but that whole... Those kids did not make it. Nope,
0: they didn't. They, they had severe issues, medical issues after that. Probably lots of medical bills. <laughs> that that was still, still in the hospital.
1: That was right after, you know, she ran real fast next to the train yep uh so i i'm not excited for the next one if you can tell because mm-hmm. they've already announced it i don't even there's no reason to be i don't even know if patty jenkins is a good director i don't know that's I, hard to say and
0: I, so i like the first one
1: i liked two-thirds of the first one I didn't like the end of the first one. Yeah. I didn't like any of this one. So that and monster are the only other things that I've seen. And I haven't seen monster in 20, uh, the year that it came out whenever year that was. And I, I no idea. I mean, how much of that was Charlize? I don't know. I, so maybe give her monster, but the, and it, maybe that's the, uh, Brian singer, you know, you come out of the gates hot, with your usual suspects,
0: and then you you crap everything else. <laughs> yeah.
1: So right now she's Brian Singer level to
0: me. Oh boy. Yeah, I, I, she's got too small of a filmography to to really, I think, pigeonhole her one way or the other. I I haven't seen Monster. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. I did not like Wonder Woman 1984. So I guess we'll get to see what happens with either Rogue Squadron or uh, Wonder Woman three. This was supposed to be her X two.
1: You know, she was supposed to step her game up from x-men sure and then for a while you know that's held as you know a really good movie and until you know it's not right but she she is on her brian singer path right now it's not I, a good path no it's not I feel sorry for the little kids around her oh that's boy. not fair <laughs>
0: that's not fair <laughs> are uh, are we ready for our questions sure i am thor Son of own, as long as there is life in my breast, I am running out of things to say. Are you ready? Oh, God.
1: Favorite moment? Uh, Had had to be the government-issued fanny
0: pack. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, I... I would say mine was the little teeny tiny bit of Diana's music that we got. And even then I felt like they tweaked it. So it kind of annoyed me, but I guess that they was... didn't
1: even come strong. That was when she was like no, on the exactly side of the truck,
0: right? I, I was, I think so. I think so. And it was so faint. I was like, oh, they're
1: going to get into it. And they didn't even like Hans. Yeah. Hans just kind of toned himself
0: back. I agree. Um, so then we also ask usually what's one thing you change? Oh God. Can I, yeah, can I change, a, a can I
1: change the dream stone?
0: Yeah. I mean, it, that's got to be it, right, for both of us. I mean, that was terrible. It, it, bad. It, the core of the movie is that stone. Everything's built around it. So that's got to be what goes. <laughs> that's the way of changing the most things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, because then you you may not bring back Chris Pine, which I don't. I don't mind Chris Pine coming back. I like seeing Chris Pine. I think he's a good actor. I like his character. But in the context of what this was, it just didn't work yeah i
1: i 100 agree it didn't it didn't need chris pine yeah if that's what makes you go dreamstone then you you let chris pine go she can still sure. love him it's okay right you know she could even do a superman talking to him his dad on the mountain you know if you want to <laughs> right. bring him a little cameo in where she For sure st- even sees him you know but yep uh yep yeah, i'm willing to let him go if you get rid of the dreamstone
0: okay did you have a casting change for this one?
1: Um, well, I thought it was going to be Kristen Wiig, um, but for what this is, she—I I thought she could have done fine. But can I change Cheetah? Uh, that's not really a casting change. No. Um, again, the, I just think the writing was so so bad that I don't think Pedro stood a chance. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with that.
0: I want to change Pedro, but nobody's winning that role at all.
1: Yeah, it's just everything was written so poorly that I don't feel like anything that I change is gonna matter. Yeah, because I think they did they did fine at what they were, what they were given.
0: Right. Did you have a casting change? Yeah, I mean, I kind of just said Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon. I mean, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I I'm do love really Kate stretchy. McKinnon, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know she would have been better at this. <laughs> no, it probably would have been about the same. And then nobody is saving Cheetah, but I couldn't think of any. I, the, like you just said, man, the, the the core of what's here is just not good, and I, I I can't imagine anybody doing good in any of the roles that I thought were bad. That that's the problem here. All right, so the last one then is if you liked this movie, you would also like what? Go for it. Oh God, uh, <laughs> uh, I I didn't really have a good one. I mean, my mind initially jumps to all the other bad DC movies, and so I kind of wanted to say Harley Quinn uh because you liked her in Batman versus no, no 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 uh Suicide Squad. You liked her in Suicide Squad um and then she she gets a follow-up movie and it's not so good. Um so it's really my suggestion for that would only be based around that but I mean it doesn't really share a lot of the same themes or even style. It's just more about if you somehow liked that follow-up to an existing character that you liked in the DC world, I could kind of see you liking this one too. I don't know if I have a really good, you know, disappointing, but trying to be lighthearted, you know, superhero movie. Nothing's really coming to the top of mind. Uh, I don't know. What do you have on that one?
1: Well, I I thought this was, especially the mall scene, and it was very kiddy. And so my mind went to Shazam of that's a better, it's a better movie. Yeah. And it's in the DC universe, you like the superheroes. There's comic relief that works. Uh, I feel like there's more of a message there than in here. Um as it was a I didn't I didn't love Shazam, but I thought it was much better than, than what this was.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I did like Shazam. I thought it was pretty solid. I think I give it like a three and a half. Uh definitely tries to be a little bit more kid friendly. I, I the only difference in that one I feel like is it it's a little um I don't think Shazam tried to be as epic as wonder woman is trying to be um but yeah i think that's a fair comparison i mean i think we're both trying to stay in like the you know the dceu i mean uh gosh i mean i'm trying to think like even some other i mean you can throw captain
1: marvel out there um yeah i think it
0: did i think everything captain marvel did was better than this true um i'm even thinking back to like you know, the old Superman's, if that's the feel you're going for, I mean, Superman two, three. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, wait. Zod's two, right? Zod's two. Zod's. Okay. Yeah. That's, one, one, two. that's the one I would be going for, but yeah, I think you're right with Shazam. I enjoyed Shazam, but uh, it doesn't feel as epic, but I mean, I It really
1: feels know. like Superman four.
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a little bit hard. Superman four might be in the one and a half for me.
1: No, no. At least there's, I need to watch it again, but it's probably better than this. I probably enjoy it more than this. Yeah. I mean, you have the random powers that come out out of nowhere. If you can somehow stare at the the wall and it fixes itself. Yeah. You know, right. if her making things invisible and him, you know, I I just think that it compares nicely. You have okay. your 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 uh, cheetah, which is the solar man, nuclear man. But then you have your main villain, which is Lex Luthor and Max Lord. I'd need to watch it again, but I think we can we can make a, a case study of this is uh, Superman 4. I would like War. to see that.
0: I think that's a little harsh. I, I don't think it's entirely off, but I think it's a little harsh. Uh,
1: Cheetah was made of Wonder Woman, and so was Nuclear Man. Was made of Superman. Kind of. By his hair.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. It, not quite the same, but yeah, I see what you're saying. She, Yeah. It's the same. Why don't you, why don't you write up a thesis on that? <laughs>
1: That's how I'll be spending my next week. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about does it for Wonder Woman 1984. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Carson, where can they find you on Twitter? At Carson Graff, G-R-A-F-F. You can find me at At2ViewsGarrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of those places you can subscribe to the show on apple google spotify basically wherever you listen to the show we are there uh next episode i don't know is what is next yeah the, the next episode <laughs> is what we will be doing next exactly uh, it'll be on a tuesday or thursday and uh we'll uh we'll try to we'll drop some. let's
1: we'll talk about something
0: yeah we'll, we'll drop some hints on on twitter and facebook and let everybody know what we'll be covering it might be a movie might be some some trailer some news but we'll figure it out between now and then All right. We'll catch everybody next time.
1: What should we do next? Something good? Something
0: bad? Bit of both? Bit of both.